Hi, welcome to the Minority Money Podcast with our dad, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, the best dad in the whole world. You know why we think he's the best? Because he teaches us stuff, good stuff about life and money. We know you will love him as much as we do. So So let's let's get get on on with the the show. Welcome to the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, president and founder of Gen Next Wealth, a fee-only financial planning and investment firm. So welcome to the third episode of our fitness and health month. So the whole entire month of January, we've been focusing on health and fitness as a part of what we're doing with the podcast. So today we are going to be joined by Samuel Equatu. And we're going to talk a little bit about his journey, but I want to go ahead and let him give you a little bit of his background, if you will, Sam. Yeah, for sure. Again, my name is Sam Aquedo, and about 10 years ago was when I started training because someone saw me working out, you know, a trainer, and she was just like, you know, you would be a good trainer. And so at that time, I was in school for business, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, but I figured getting a degree in business and communication would help me. So I started on that path, but along the way, I kind of got in trouble, you know, spent time in jail. And at that time is when I decided to get committed to fitness because it was something that I was passionate about, but I didn't believe in myself enough to follow it, you know? So I didn't have any other option other than than to be successful in fitness is when I started giving it everything I got. And so when I went to jail, actually it was when I was in jail that I started working with someone (laughs) because while I was there, I had to figure out how to get myself in a better space so that I could be successful for myself and for my family. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I realized that I just needed to get better mentally, Mm -hmm. physically, Mm -hmm. and spiritually. And Mm -hmm. so by focusing in on those three areas, I started to grow even though I was locked up. It was like all the, you know, the distractions were stripped away from me. Mm -hmm. And then I could just focus on my internal state. And as I focused on my internal state, I started even feeling better even though I was locked up. And actually the guys that were around me, they started to even notice there was a bulldog that bunked with me actually. Mm -hmm. And so he asked me to train him. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, all right, you know, I'll train you, but I'm not your babysitter. You know what I mean? Because people always talking about what they want to do, you know, but they want you to babysit them through the process. (laughs) And I was like, dog, like I'm in here trying to get myself together. Mm -hmm. So if you really want to be on this, I got five rules for you. Yeah. And there were the five rules that I had for myself. And the number one rule was just to hold uh, on. No, hold on. No, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. See, I'm ready to dive in. I said, man, I got (laughs) to let me get a little bit of a few other things out of the way. Tell people what you're doing right here. But I could could fast forward that part. (laughs) No, no, no. no, no. I I want you to go back right to where you was at. Don't worry about that. I just want to get in and tell people what we're talking about. What I was going to say is that today's episode, when I was looking for another guest to be on the show, I thought about someone that did yoga. And so yoga, you know, has the stigma of being for women and not, you know, men don't really do it. At least that's what I've always kind of seen. And so when they said they had, you know, when I when I contacted the, the, the company that you, you, you were working for and they said they had you. So not only someone, a man that does yoga, but a black man that does yoga, I said, oh, we got to talk to him. So <laughs> today we're going to talk about aligning your mind and your body with yoga. And so right. like, as we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about like, if you can explain a little bit about yoga for us, and then, you know, we gonna get into those five rules because I want to hear a lot about that. Okay, for sure. And so basically how I got introduced to yoga, one of the clients I was training 
you know, years ago, mm-hmm. this was about seven years ago, they told me that I should do yoga. Mm-hmm. But also at the time when I was studying training, I was trying to figure out a way to loosen up my body because me for myself, I have scoliosis. Mm-hmm. So I have a crook in my back that really causes problems. Plus I've been playing sports, lifting weights all for my whole life. So my body was super tight. And one thing I understood is if I didn't start to loosen up my body, then by the time I got older, I probably wouldn't even be able to walk straight. And so, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I, I couldn't have that. Yeah. So I, I was like, you know what? I'm not ashamed. I'm just, I'm going to go in there and start practicing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the, the funny part about it is you had to pep talk yourself to go get your own body pe- right. Like you already know what yes. it is. Like I need to yes. do this. My back is not right. But uh, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm just going to go in there and bite the bullet. I'm going to go do this yoga real quick. I'm going to go do this yoga. And so basically what happened was I would go in there to the classes and I would be like the only dude in there, yeah. plus be a black dude at that, heck yeah. a big, and there's all females, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I'm just like, well, I'm here, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like a student right now, so I'm just learning, you yeah. know? So what would happen was, man, I can still remember, I couldn't even sit cross-leg. That's how tight I was. Yeah. Not only could I not sit cross-leg, like, you know, the basic move, the downward dog move, I would try to do that. And I will break up in a mean sweat just off doing a basic, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basic move. Yeah. You know, and it was, it's weird. I'm in shape, but it's like trying to hold that pose. It's like impossible. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's how tight my body was. Mm-hmm. And it's actually, when it comes to yoga, the tightness in your body also reflects the tightness in your spirit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so like, but I didn't understand that when I first came to yoga, I just yeah. noticed my body was hella tight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now I just kept at it, kept at it, kept at it, because the thing about yoga is it's kind of like life. You can't force yourself to another level. Mm-hmm. You got to work through every single level. You got to just keep working, keep working, keep working. I would continually go to the, to the yoga classes. Mm-hmm. And over time, I would notice that because the thing about yoga is it's about breath to movement. Every time you move, you have to breathe. Mm-hmm. And what it starts happening to you is it it's it almost puts you into this meditative state, you know. So now, like, all your worries fall away. You know what I mean? The things that you stressed about fall away. You know what I mean? And you get right inside the present moment. Nothing is bigger than that moment that you got all your hands and feet down and you're engaging your core and just focusing on your breath. And that level of attention and intention Mm-hmm. to the pose carries over to your physical life, mm-hmm. you know? So like now in order to hold a pose correctly, my hands got to be in the right position. My feet got to be in the right position. Mm-hmm. My core got to be in the right position. I have to breathe so that I don't stress out because that's the other thing that I love about yoga, <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that it teaches you to be able to manage hard situations, mm-hmm. you know, and be at peace in those situations. So basically, like if you're in a hard yoga pose, it's kind of like life, like you're going to be in a hard position. Now, when you're in that hard position, are you going to learn how to breathe and find peace in that position so that you can move how you need to move? Yeah. Or are you going to get stressed out, you know, and then fumble, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And we're at a place, you know, I just had come to a place in my life, like, I don't want to fumble anymore. Mm -hmm. So in order not to fumble, I had to learn how to breathe, relax, stay present. And that's what made me fall in love with yoga. And as matter of fact, one of the sessions that really changed my life really was, it was actually a meditation now that I think about it, but I didn't know that's what it was back then because that's how new I was to yoga. Mm-hmm. And so during the meditation, the instructor, she told a story 
about a man who was having a house built next door to his house, mm-hmm. right? So this man, he was having a house built next door to his house. He stayed in a shack, though. And this huge, like, mansion was going up next door to his house. So, you know, he's trying to get sleep. They banging. They doing all types of stuff. Yeah, they building yeah. the house next door. <laughs> At first, he chill about it. He's like, all right, I'm not going to let it bother me. I'm just doing my thing. I'm going to live my life. Somebody just got a big house next to me. And yeah. that's just the way it goes, mm-hmm. right? So finally, like, he trying to sleep. And they just drilling outrageously hard with a jackhammer. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, I can't even take this no more. You know mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And So... He get up and he go next door, start banging on the door, banging on the door, banging on the door. The dude finally answers the door and it's like, hey, you know what? I meant to go over to you and tell you this sooner, but here's the keys to the house. And your great uncle who died just wanted to leave this for you, you know? Yeah. And instantly he was at peace with the house now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though there was all that commotion, all that banging, he was at peace with the house. And basically the moral was the story was this. There was like, at first... He had a problem with the house mm-hmm. because of all the noise. But then because the house was his, he don't have a problem with the house no yeah. more. Yeah, right? of course. He had peace with it. Yeah. And so basically that's how life is. Like mm-hmm. stuff comes into our lives. We have problems, right? But the problem isn't really the problem. The problem is the way that we see the problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so yoga, like meditation, give you that time to have that pause to see the problem from a different perspective. Yeah. And once you see the problems from a different perspective, it can actually be an opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's when I really fell in love with yoga was when I heard that story. You know what I mean? And so I try to implement that in my life. Like, you know, when it comes to different things that's going on, it's like, okay, how do I take a breath? Mm-hmm. How do I pause? You know what I mean? And move intentionally the way I want to move as opposed to just react into the situation in any type of way, mm-hmm. you know? And, so <laughs> that's long story short. That's why yoga is like powerful for me, you know? I, I love it, man, because you might encourage somebody else to go in there and, and uh, jump into a yoga classroom. I know that right. it's been something that I always wanted to try. I've done the, you know, like I think the first time I did yoga was like P90X yoga. And like you said, right. I downward dog was in there sweating like, you know, sweating like crazy. I was like, you know, I, I got about 30 minutes into it. I was like, this is hard. Like I'm sweating i'm tired outrageously hard yeah i'm trying to hold the warrior pose trying to do this trying to move and then stretch my body i'm in there sweating like i'm working like i'm running around and uh right and i said uh, i don't like that so i'm not doing that so (laughs) so i did it a little bit but as i've gotten older and gotten less pliable i know that the importance of stretching and so hearing you say that and then I, i i practice meditation i know we were talking about that yesterday i practice meditation i started last year and I just use an app and it's made such a difference. I only meditate 10 minutes a day. I've it's a huge that. difference. And, and it's only those 10 minutes. And I know there's so many things going on in people's lives that sometimes they may think that they don't have time to take care of those things or to do meditation. I said, but that's self-care. You have to do that. I don't care if you're- You gotta do it. I care if you had kids. I don't care if you're a husband. I don't care if you're a wife. I care if you're, you know, I don't, that doesn't matter. If you don't get, take care of yourself, you can't take care of anyone else Mm-mm. in your immediate circle. So it's impossible. So that's awesome, man. I, you got me convinced. I'm gonna go try it out. Uh, <laughs> that's good. On. Yeah, no. And also, I mean, my back is so much better. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I should have had surgery on my back years ago, but because I'm consistently practicing, staying flexible, staying mobile, you know, I'm good, you know? And so, I mean, yeah, my mind is better, but it started off with me trying to get my body better, mm-hmm. you know? And so, yeah, so. So it led yeah, into the next thing. So 
talk to me about these five rules for fitness in life. What, what, what's all? What's all that about? This sound like this sound like some free jewelry right here you got to drop. Shout out to my boy Tyrone Ross. He always says free jewelry, so I got to give him a little love on that. Give us some of that yeah. free jewelry on these five rules. All right. So basically, with these five rules, I created them as a way to get myself out of the hole that I was in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When I was locked up and I was trying to change my life, and you know how it is when you're trying to change your life, and you at that low of a point, you know. Nobody believes in you and you barely even believe in yourself because you like, man, like this is what (laughs) I'm capable of. You know what I mean? Even though you feel like you're capable of more. And so I just got to reading different books, studying different things and five things that I came up with. Actually, one of the best books a person can ever get into, you know, that would highly recommend is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, Yeah. you got to get that book Mm -hmm. anyways. But so the number one rule is have the action habit. And that's straight out of Napoleon Hill's book. So many people, they willing to talk, 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 talk about what they going to do. Like if you're not willing to take any act in the present moment Mm -hmm. when it comes to your goal, even Mm -hmm. if it means something as little as writing it down or making an appointment, you're just talking. It's a waste of time. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, you can talk, talk is good, but it needs to be followed by an action if you want it to have it manifest in the real world, you know? Mm -hmm. The number two rule is if you're going to say something about yourself, you got a way to find a way to say it positive, Mm -hmm. only positive Mm self-talk. You know, how we speak is how we live. You know what I mean? So that is a rule. Like it's literally a law. So I can't say that I suck and then be amazing at the same time in real life. Right. So if I'm like, you know what, I'm going to get this done. But then I'll be like, ah, you know what? I don't think I'll get this done. You're not going to get it done because you're going to move in ways that's going to manifest that inside your life. So the number two rule is if you're going to say something about yourself, you have to say it in a positive way. So when I train people, Mm -hmm. it's a negative self-talk free zone. Mm -hmm. Like that's literally like scratching my face when people say negative stuff about themselves around me, Mm -hmm. because that's how much it bothers me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The third rule is your dreams and the goals that you have are like your kids. You can't put them in everyone's hands, Mm -hmm. you know, we live in a society where everyone want to post everything that they're doing all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just to get a clap or to get some type of feedback. But that's mm-hmm. the thing. If you give the things that are most important to you to just anybody, you are inviting negative energy to that thing that you care about the most. Absolutely. Now, if you be like, you know what? I want to create a business. But then you tell a hater that you want to create a business, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going to be like, what? You know what you've been doing all your life? You think yeah. you can run a business? Yeah. And the next thing you're going to do is be like, oh, well, you know what? Maybe I should just go to school and find a job for myself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And now you have limited yourself because you spoke to someone who saw you in a limited light. Mm-hmm. But if you speak to someone who believe in you, someone who love in you, they'll be like, you know what? You can do that. And if you believe this, if you say that thing to someone who knows how to get you there, like a mentor, Mm -hmm. they'll be like, you know what, let's put this plan together. Mm -hmm. So not only will they believe in you, but they will put a plan together and all you got to do is execute the plan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's very important who you put your dreams. It's very important who you speak to about your dreams. It's a big deal. It's not a little deal. It's a big deal. Absolutely. I believe that, man. I was talking, I was actually uh, saying some stuff about that on social media this morning. Mm. Not everybody's going to believe in your dream. This is what I was saying. Mm-mm. Not everybody's going to have the no. same passion, the same, you know, vigor, the same, you know, you start talking about it. Just not everybody's going to be like that. And that's mm-hmm. okay. That's okay. Right. But 
that's because that's this is your dream. And sometimes you have to just do it anyway. Like you just got right. like we got to go back to the first thing, right, that you said, got to have some action. So if this is really what you think it is, you don't want to spend your life sitting around thinking, what if? Don't shit mm-hmm. on yourself. Don't think what if. Go out there and do what you're supposed to do. And if you mess up, like I started my own financial planning firm, I'm a financial advisor. And I know there's a lot of financial advisors that listen to this. And so I'm saying this now, you listen to this and you've been thinking about going out on your own, go out on your own. And it is not only for financial advisors. There's a lot of people out there that can go out on their own. Like, like you're doing right now. Right. Going out yes, on your own. Definitely. Do it anyway. The worst case scenario is you fail. Okay. And you know what you do when you fail after you started something on your own, you're more hireable because people know that you were able to go out there and you had enough guts to go try something on your own. So now they want you to come work for them. So at worst case scenario, you'll get a better job than the job you left to go start something that failed. Right. <laughs> right. Saying. No, it's so true. I remember I, I was also listening to Jay-Z one time talking about how he wanted to start his own label and, and do his own thing. Mm-hmm. And people didn't believe in him, you know, when he said that he was going to sell a million records. Yeah. But the reason why they didn't believe in him not wasn't because they didn't believe in him, but they literally never seen it done before. Yeah. Like, they literally never knew anyone that they knew that had done anything like that. So they had no frame of reference to even compare that to. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes people don't believe in you, not because they don't believe in you, but like they've never seen it before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so in order for them to see it, like you got to manifest that around them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, yeah, so I fully believe in that wholeheartedly. And even my mentor, one thing he told me, too, was like, you know, at the worst case scenario, right? If you fail, you know what you're going to do? Mm-hmm. You're going to keep doing what you're doing right now. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's the worst thing that happened? You go back to where you're at. That's fine. You go back to the job. I know how to do this job. I'll go work. I tried it. It didn't work. Now I know that it's better than being at the job and being mad every day at the job because yes. you never tried to do something that you weren't supposed to do. So that's rule number two. We got rule exactly. number three. I think what's rule number three? Or no, we on rule number four right now. So that was rule okay. number three. Rule so number three. No, it's all good. Rule number three is, you know, only put your dreams in the hands of those who love you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Rule number four is always pick yourself up and keep moving forward. Every time you pick yourself up, you get stronger. Mm-hmm. So failing is a part of the process. And really, like, the term failing should almost be taken out of our lexicon, I feel like, mm-hmm. simply because there is really no such thing as failure if you keep moving forward. It's actually like you could call it perfecting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even for me as myself, like I fight, like I, I do Muay Thai, I do kickboxing. My coach could tell me, you know, like, keep your hands up, mm-hmm. keep your hands up. Mm-hmm. Like him telling me that it doesn't compute sometimes. Yeah. But when I put my hand down and I get hit in the face, yeah. then I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm going to keep my hands up now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's the same thing when it comes to like, when you fail, like, oh, okay, I'm not going to do that now. Mm-hmm. Right. And so now, like, you learn to move. I mean, that's how it is when it comes to life. But when it comes to working out, literally every time you get yourself off the ground, you get stronger because you got to use your muscle to pick yourself back up. Mm-hmm. So it's literally about continuing to move forward. Like, if you if you continue to move forward, you haven't failed. You're still in, in the process. You're still loading. It's like a computer. You're still loading. You yeah. know what I mean? So number four, keep moving forward. And then the fifth rule is you got to fight for it like your life depends on it, mm-hmm. you know, because it does. Whatever dream, whatever goal you have, it's going to change your life. So you got to approach it with the same energy. And it's interesting because I've trained a lot of people. They'll have a, you know, a, 
a size 10 dream, right? Or a size 10 goal. But then you got a, like a size three work ethic. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you got to be moving. If yeah. you want, if you want like move at a 10, be at a 10, you got to move with a 10 type energy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes like you might not even have the knowledge, but because you have the level 10 energy, your energy alone will get you there because yep. it's going to put you in places that you need to be at. And so those are basically the five rules that I tell people. And, you know, while I'm training, we got to go over them from time to time because they yeah. get broke, you know, and we just got to keep reshaping that mindset as we we're working on. You so know, rehash the, the five physical part real of quick, real, real quick, Sam, just go back to five. Just say first one, rule one, rule two, rule three, rule okay. four, rule five. Rule one is? Rule one, have the action habit. Action habit. You know, don't just talk about it, be about it. Mm-hmm. Rule number two is positive self-talk. If you're going to say something about yourself, find a way to frame it positive. You know, mm-hmm. rule number three is your dreams are like your family. Don't put them in everyone's hands. You keep it in a small circle. Rule number four, always pick yourself up and keep moving forward. You haven't failed if you continue to move forward. You're still in the process. And rule number five, you got to fight for what you want. Like your life depends on it because it does. Any dream that you have will change your life. So you got to approach it with that energy. So those like are the that. five rules. That's it right there. I like that. So you're talking a lot about yoga. You talk about the stretches. You talk about focusing. You got your five rules for fitness in life. Talk to me about the importance of maintaining that mental focus as, as you're going on like day-to-day stuff. Like how important is that mental focus and, and how has yoga helped you maintain that? There's so many levels that I could talk about this on. We're both black men, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even yesterday you was talking to me about how for every hundred dollars that a white family makes, yeah, a family of color makes five. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you really like think about that, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so like, if you think about that, right in life, if you're living a $5 life, you know what type of stress you going to have in your life on a day to day basis. Yeah. That's a lot of stress. And so like a lot of actions that you move in, like a lot of ways that you move because mm-hmm. of all that stress, you're not going to be moving clearly. You're not going to be moving effectively. You're not going to be moving efficiently. And so just off of that, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, then on top of that, don't have a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> See, yeah. Now you got, yeah. Yeah. You got bills. You got a girl. It just gets deeper. Mm-hmm. And so in order to move in a way that you don't regret the decisions that you make, you have to be able to take that time to take a breath. Yeah. Take time for yourself mentally analyze the situation now move in a way that you intend to move Mm -hmm. not in a way that you're just reacting to because things are so stressful Mm -hmm. and i think that matter of fact yoga would be huge in the black and brown community just because it allows you to gain that peace in an environment it's not built to make you successful yeah it's a stressful environment yeah you know you got to maneuver in different ways and in order to move maneuver in different ways you got to have your mind right if your mind is not right like you're literally a dead man walking Mm -hmm. you know and so just being able to have that mental clarity just that in itself you know allows you to move more efficiently to move more effectively like you sidestep a lot of issues when you don't step in everything you know every like because you looked at me crazy 
Okay, because you feel like, okay, I might not be able to do this job because of the color of my skin or Mm -hmm. even for myself. I mean, when I started as a trainer, I I couldn't get hired by any of the gyms, Mm -hmm. you know, even though they had tons of opportunities. Mm -hmm. So basically, I had to go independent. Mm -hmm. And when I went independent, it was like, okay, let me learn how to move in a way that is going to be successful. And in order to do that, like I had to start building up my mental game. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, as your mental game gets stronger, your physical get, game gets stronger, mm-hmm. you know? And now when your physical game and mental game is strong, like you're literally almost unstoppable because you're dealing with a lot of people who they either strong mentally, I mean, either weak mentally or weak physically, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of other components to that, but fighting is literally all that too. Muhammad Ali used to do it. He used to be beat people before he even stepped in the ring with them because mm-hmm. his mind was just on a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. He would tell you before you stepped in the ring that I'm the greatest. Yeah. Right. And then he would go about it and prove it, you know? Mm-hmm. So the mind is a huge thing. I hope I'm not rambling, you know? No, we got you. Yeah, we, we, we're good, yeah. man. We're good. Cause I think it's, okay. you know, I, I talked about the importance of mental focus and here we are talking yeah. about the importance of mental focus and how someone can get Ali used to get people off of their mental focus. So, right. I know you just uh, you're opening up a gym here soon, and I wanted to just hear you briefly touch on that. What's the name of the gym that you're going to be opening up? So the gym that I'm opening up, it's going to be called Ironbird Fitness. Ironbird. Yeah. So the bird Iron don't bird fly fitness. in on that, right? And nah, the <laughs> bird made, don't fly, but it's made it's out of iron, right? I'm, I'm messing with <laughs> right. you. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, the reason, you know, because, I mean, it's just about setting people free. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's about setting people free, you know, through gaining their strength and empowering others, yep. you know? And so that's literally what I'm trying to do, you know, with my gym is it's about building a healthier a community by providing a space where people can be empowered through fitness, not just physically, but also, you know, mentally. And mm-hmm. so that's what we're about. So yeah, you gonna come in and get a great workout, but we also want you to come in and get, you know, get right mentally as well, because mm-hmm. That's what separates even athletes. You know, it's a tough-minded athlete, like, is almost unbeatable, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like as, you know, members of the community, in order for us to get stronger, you know, we need to be strong mentally and we need to be strong physically as well as, you know, spiritually as well. But, you know, I, I don't want to <laughs> impose that on people, you know, yeah. even though that helps a lot too, you know? Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. I mean, you you got to let every person take their own journey, right? They can get there. People are all right. on a journey, and we arrive at different places at different times. So I feel you on that. But right. you always plant the seed, and uh, you let the rest take care of itself. You give them the exactly. option. Exactly. Let them know, and then go from there. Exactly. And, and that's what we're trying to do, just plant seeds and just set people free. And so that's what the whole metaphor of the just the iron bird is about. You know? I like it. I like it. I was just uh, I was giving you a hard time. That's <laughs> all good. So, so as you know, this is the Minority Money Podcast, and we are trying to change the complexion of wealth. Not trying. Let me let me correct that. I said trying. We are. We, yeah, are. we are changing. changing. We're gonna change that. Complexion. Right. It's changing. Wealth is getting a tan on it, and we're making sure of that. Right. So, as we get to these questions, I, I just want to get into it and, and, and ask you, what, Sam, what motivates you and inspires you to continue to learn and grow? To be honest, when I first started, what set a fire underneath me was my son. Mm-hmm. When I was locked up, right, there was one day he came to visit me mm-hmm. and we was inside, you know, in the visitation area. You're not able to actually physically touch your kids. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
And he didn't even get that as a baby. So he started crying like crazy. And so at that moment, that's when I understood, like, I need to do everything that I can to not be in this position again, mm-hmm. you know? And so at first it was just like my kids. Like I realized like, if I don't change the direction of my life, like mm-hmm. my son, my daughter, my future, <laughs> whoever might be in the same position. So that motivated me. And then now, I mean, what motivates me is every time, like I I'm able to help somebody change their life. That's what motivates me. And so, you know, as an athlete, I think just that background, I'm always trying to get better. Mm-hmm. So I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to grow in my craft. Like I don't ever feel like I'm arrived as a trainer. So I'm always constantly learning new methods, you know, reading new books. That's what motivates me. And then also the community, mm-hmm. you know, it's to me, it's crazy. Like how, I mean, I live in Fresno, the North side of the community, super healthy. You know, if I cross a certain <laughs> divider, like I can't even get a healthy meal, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So, oh, and this is something that really motivated me. Actually, I remember one day, uh, my pastor, when I got out, he asked me like, "What I want to do with my life?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. He said, "When you plan on going back to school?" And I was like, "I don't think I'm going back to school. I'm gonna focus on fitness and you know, be a trainer, mm-hmm. <laughs> right?" Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "Why?" And I was like, "To be honest, obesity." Mm-hmm. And poor health is an epidemic in the black community. Mm-hmm. Like it literally is. And he started laughing because he didn't think that it, I was being real with him. He thought yeah. I was joking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that, I was like, what? Like, are you serious right now? Like, I was like, all right. And, you know, I just took that as a challenge. Yeah. You know what I mean? To see like, okay, if you, you really feel like I can't do this, mm-hmm. watch. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so... <laughs> that motivates me to try to change also not only the complexion of like wealth, but to change the complexion of health. You know what I mean? Like I'm tired of looking at numbers to where it's like, oh, okay, you know, all the black people, we, we got the worst health. Why is that? It's not because yeah. we not fit. Yeah. That's definitely not the reason it's access. So yeah. So that, th- those are the type I, I'm motivated by a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you, you, you motivated. So I'm motivated. like, as you go through this, we're talking about how would you say your family has supported you on this journey? Man, I'm not going to lie. Like my wife has been a huge support system. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because, I mean, in the past, like being with someone who doesn't want to support what you're doing, it's mm-hmm. almost like trying to move in two different directions. You don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And so I could honestly say, like, if I didn't have her like there to support me in different ways, because, you know, some days, you know, I mean, you're <laughs> you're doing it by yourself. It's hard. Like you yeah. get, you get down. I mean, even though you try to stay positive, you get down, you get down. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do that solo. And I can honestly say not only does my family support me, but like my circle, you know, I just have a group of friends that they're basically closer to me than family because mm-hmm. sometimes even your family won't support you. Nice. So your friends become your family. You yep. know what I mean? And so I could say my family is instrumental. I could not say that I'm doing this by myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. You got to have that support system. Yeah. So if you had like one piece of advice or pieces, I know you have more than one. So if we had, if you had, if you had a piece right. of advice, no, but, but really on that, because I think you've been dropping all kinds of gems throughout this episode. And, and I want the listeners to be able to, to get something like you wrap it up in a nice little bow for them and, and, and tell them like the piece of advice that helped them. All right. Well, this this is my one piece. Like it could be summed up and just keep moving forward. Discard all doubt and keep moving forward. That would be my one piece of advice. You know, 
my grandmother, you know, rest in peace. When I got out, she had gave me this paper that gave me the biography of Abraham Lincoln, mm, <laughs> right? Okay. Mm-hmm. He failed at businesses, at marriages, like at tons of things. You name it, he failed at it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But then he became the president, yeah. right? And he signed the Emancipation Proclamation, Yeah. right? Yeah. That's the only thing he's remembered for. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nobody knows any of that other stuff, Yeah. right? So literally all he did was continue to move forward and he rewrote his history. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so if I could tell anyone one piece of advice is no matter where you're at, keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Like who cares what it looked like? Who cares what you did last year, last week, yesterday, mm-hmm. today's a new day and keep moving forward. That's, that's would be my one piece of advice. Love it. That's good stuff right there. And, uh, Tam, I want to thank you for coming on, man. And before we get off, I want to make sure that everybody can get a hold of you. Give us some of your social media handle. Where are you most active at, Sam? All right. It's Iron Bird Fit. Okay. So Iron Bird Fit. I-R-O-N Bird, B-I-R-D, Fit. You know, follow me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll follow you back. You know what I mean? And, and if you'd like, we could we could link up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, that's where you can at me on uh, social media. And um, Facebook, uh, same thing, Iron Bird Fit. You know, I'm out there. You know, okay. check me out. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. We want to make sure the listeners can get some more of that. This is Sam with Iron Bird Fitness. And thank you again, like I said, for coming on, brother. Thank you. And uh, appreciate what you're doing out there. Great energy, by the way. you got great energy. I know that the listeners are going to really enjoy that. I'm your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly. This is the Minority Money Podcast, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Until next time. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast in whatever podcast app you're listening to on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP, to support and to be supported by others just like you. And again, we're super happy to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it cannot be completely your one-stop shop. I know, I know, that really sucks. But guess what? If you have any questions, or maybe you just like to chat, please reach out to me directly at emlin at minoritymoney.com so that we can get to know each other there. Thanks for being here, and we're signing off.